Returning from vacation. Hello, desk deserters, cubicle celebrators, open space sleeper inners, corner office carousers, home den holidays, and coffee shop sabbaticals. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I am not the workplace hero. <laughs> That's actually you. You see, the goal of this podcast is to make you into a workplace hero. I'm merely your travel agent on this glorious adventure. I received an email the other day from listener Aaron Moline, and it said, Topic idea, how to handle the backlog of email, missed conference calls, missed trainings, and how to catch up without a cortisol surge. Now, for those of you who don't know, cortisol is the hormone that often is associated with stress and panic. So yeah, avoiding a surge of that is a really good idea, and it's kind of hard to do sometimes when you return from a vacation and you look in your inbox or see the huge list of things that you missed. So great idea, Aaron, and that's exactly what we're going to cover today. We here in Canada are about to celebrate Canada Day, which celebrates the anniversary of the July 1st, 1867 enactment of the Constitutional Act, which united the three separate colonies of Canada, Nova Scotia, and New Brunswick into one single dominion within the British Empire called Canada. Because Canada Day actually falls on a Saturday, most of us will be getting Monday off work, giving us one glorious summertime long weekend to revel in what it is to be Canadian. And yeah, by that, I mean beer. On the Tuesday after that, I bet if you ask a number of folks what they did over the long weekend, some of them would say that they spent time with family or enjoyed the great outdoors. But others will actually talk about how they used the time to catch up on their work. But if you ask them if they actually did get caught up on their work, I can almost guarantee that no one will say yes. With all the enhanced technology in our 24-7 culture, it's becoming increasingly difficult for employees to ever feel like they have their work done. Today's work ethic of more, bigger, faster, busier creates a trap for many in this global economy. Technology can create efficiencies, but it can also overwhelm us and make us feel forever trapped under an enormous pile of busy work. Now, before we go any further, I want to take time to direct you to the website waitlist.me. That's a program that I'm working on with a friend of mine, Monica Reinagel, who you may know as the Nutrition Diva, and it's called Waitlist, and you can find out more about that at waitlist.me. And over there, we teach you how to stop dieting and start weighing less. Now, if you're hearing this podcast when it first comes out, you are in luck. We are hosting a live webinar on June 24th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, where we're going to share some techniques that we use to help our coaching clients achieve a healthy weight and lifestyle without dieting. And you can sign up for that webinar at workplacehero.me slash webinar. All one word, all lowercase. workplacehero.me weightless webinar. But even if you're listening to this too late to get in on the webinar, head over to weightless.me to find out more about the program. Okay, now back to some strategies that I have used and some that I found in my research that will help you conquer that mountain of work quickly and calmly and also help you reclaim your unused vacation days. Number one, plan ahead. 
Smart people prepare to take a vacation by planning ahead. Now, this won't surprise you long-time listeners, but I like to make a to-do list for all the work projects that I need to get done before I leave on vacation, and I also set up a contact person for emergencies while I'm away. I also make sure to alert all my clients and my coworkers that I will be on vacation well ahead of the day. I mean, don't wait until the last minute right before you leave to spring it on your team. That's just a jerk move. But aside from the work that you do before you leave on your vacation, it's also important to plan ahead for your return to the office. Now, one way to do that is to build a vacation day in at home. And I know that sounds kind of crappy, but rather than getting home at 10 p.m. on Sunday night and then heading into work bright and early on Monday morning, plan on arriving home on Saturday so that you have all day Sunday to do things like buy groceries, wash laundry, or at least get back into your daily routine. You may even want to get a head start on sorting and, more importantly, deleting your emails. Giving yourself this transitional day will allow you to tackle your actual first day back in the office with a little more zen. Number two, schedule time to catch up on work. Now, the worst thing you can do is show up back at work without a plan in place. Sit down at your desk as if it's a normal day and haphazardly start working. Instead, you should block out your morning, verbally, on your calendar, or even put a sign on your desk so that you have time to catch up with staff, sort through your inbox, listen to your voicemails, and make a to-do list to respond to urgent matters. If you don't block out that time, you'll just start getting questions and work thrown your way immediately without any way of knowing what is or isn't a priority. And in that same vein, I also wouldn't schedule any meetings for the first or even the second day back in the office. Give yourself some time to find out what's been going down while you're away before closing your eyes and jumping back in head first. Eyes closed, head first, can't lose! Number three, delegate job duties to coworkers and employees. One way of avoiding coming back to a crap ton of work after a vacation is to empower your employees and delegate some of your responsibilities to coworkers. I seriously don't know why people avoid delegating work while they're away. I guess it could be that they want the job security of being viewed as irreplaceable, so they don't want anyone else learning to do their job. Or maybe they're just those type A personalities that just don't want to, or can't seem to, give up control. Whatever the reason, they're not helping themselves by refusing to delegate work. I mean, think about it. You can come back from vacation to have only 10 items on your to-do list instead of 20 or 30. That will make a huge difference in how quickly you get caught up. No one is suggesting you delegate your entire job or pass off sensitive business matters. I mean, who else in the office actually has time for all that crap? But instead, just choose a few straightforward duties that don't require your specific set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Number four, check in with coworkers. Before heading straight to your desk and checking your email, and yeah, I know that is the first thing you're going to do, <laughs> try to check in with your colleagues first. Take 10 minutes to find out what has been happening while you're away and if anything pressing needs your attention. This will save you time and help you be more efficient. Rather than reading every email to figure out what priorities you should focus on, you'll already know what needs your attention and you can address those right away. Number five. 
focus on priorities. Now, not every email in your inbox is a priority or even needs a response. Make sure you sort and prioritize your emails. And here's a little tip. Don't go down the list answering every email starting with the oldest. Many of those emails will have a bunch of CC'd individuals on them, and chances are, since you told everybody you were going on vacation, that someone has stepped up and handled the task, which renders that entire email thread closed. So start with the newest and work your way back. That way you will prioritize the stuff that is actually waiting for you and not the stuff that's already been handled. Also, in terms of prioritizing, focusing on your work projects is crucial as well. Make a to-do list for your first week back, focus first on what needs to be done immediately, not so immediately, and eventually, and simply go down the list. And by the end of the week, you'll be back on track, all caught up, and ready for your weekend. Number six, your out-of-office reply is your first line of defense. Wield it to your advantage. Your out-of-office auto-reply needs to be straightforward, helpful, and honest but not that honest. I also recommend leaving it up through your catch-up period. I mean, your coworkers will know that you're available, but it will help stem that tidal wave of outside inquiries, or at least lower the expectations of an immediate response. An out-of-office message directed at external parties should include directions for who to contact according to contingencies. Assess who's going to be emailing you, think ahead and try and figure that out, along two or three broad categories, and then in your out-of-office reply, you can let them know who to reach out to instead, or at least when they might expect a response. Now, <laughs> here's one of my favorite tips. It's also okay to suggest people follow up with you after your vacation because, well, you just might not get their email. Everybody who emails understands the volume problem and that things get lost when someone is away. It's not really a shock to anyone. You're just warning people that it may get lost or buried. So please feel free to follow up with me when I am back. Number seven, feeling especially brave? Skip waiting through your email at all and nuke your inbox. That's right, I said nuke your inbox. I know the very thought of losing the contents of your inbox likely freaks you out and sends a chill down your spine, but I argue that a post-vacation email purge can be just the thing you need to get back on track without losing an entire day to email maintenance. If your out-of-office reply was effective enough, the people who actually still need you or are waiting on a reply will try again after the date you indicated in your out-of-office reply that you will be back. So you don't have to worry that anything will go unfinished because you placed the onus on them to contact you when you are not on a beach sipping margaritas. Number eight, you should try to be indispensable, but realizing that you're not might make you a better employee. Planning for and returning from a vacation can be a good time for an adjustment of your professional outlook on work and life. We're all striving to be the go-to team member, but believing that the company can't actually function without us can not only be incorrect, but it's also foolish and potentially a huge source of stress in your life. Now, a friend of mine describes a five-day vacation she went on where she believed there was going to be Wi-Fi readily available, but when she got there, she discovered it was not. 
At that point, she realized that her only option was to change her outlook on needing to be connected, or as the song says, let it go. In the end, she missed a few things, but she apologized to a few people when she got back and honestly, they were more interested in hearing about this amazing magical destination that has no Wi-Fi than they were in giving her any kind of haranguing. Just remember, you're not the only one who works there, and most things aren't as much of an emergency as we think they are. Now, your homework. With Canada Day and Independence Day both coming up soon, even though it's merely a long weekend and not a glorious vacation, it's still the perfect time to get your feet wet and put at least some of these suggestions into practice. Perhaps you spend some time crafting your out-of-office reply, or you make sure you have a plan for how you're going to tackle the work when you get back. Or perhaps you can spend the weekend stealing yourself for that moment when you nuke your inbox. Whichever tactic you choose, plan it out and make sure you're ready to wrangle your time and not let this short break turn into a source of stress. Then, when it's time to really take a vacation, you will feel less intimidated and more in control. Remember, learn to plan ahead, rely on your coworkers, and understand that sometimes it's inevitable that you will miss out on a last minute request. But by taking a real vacation, you will be much more productive when you return. Now, go make this long weekend count. Workplace Hero is researched, written, narrated, and recorded by me, Brock Armstrong, in Vancouver, Canada. Logo by Ken Cunningham and music, courtesy my old band, The Irregular Heartbeats. Today's heroic topic suggestion came from Aaron Moline. And remember, you too can suggest topics for future podcasts by emailing podcast at workplacehero.me.